You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet, and it's our first episode in our new expanded format. And one of the advantages of having a longer format is that we can let the sounds breathe a little bit. Now, if you were going to ask me what my favorite soundscape of all time would be, I think I would choose this one. It's a dawn chorus recorded in Australia in 2006 at Grampians National Park, west of Melbourne. Now, the Aboriginal or first Australian name for the park is Brambook, and it was one of the first parks in Australia administered by indigenous peoples. Now, standing in a meadow near a grove of trees as I was making this recording, a group of kangaroos came by to check me out. Now, they didn't make any sounds, but I can assure you it was surreal to be surrounded by kangaroos. Most of us, including me, are not used to listening to pure sound for extended periods of time. Music, yes, but not soundscapes. So, can we try, as an experiment, to push the envelope a little bit? Here's just a few minutes of a very rich tapestry of birdsong and see what captures your attention and when you tune out, if you do. One thing to listen for at about 45 seconds into the recording is a flyby, a bird's flyby. It's a beautiful moment. Here we go.
Did you hear the flyby? Well, if you missed it. Now, for me, it's the changes that seem to grab my attention, as if there's a different part of the orchestra that's joining in at different moments. And I'd be really interested to hear what your experience is when listening to soundscapes like this. And at the end of the program, I'll give you the best way that you can reach us. Now, while I was at Brambook, and again, this was in 2006... I spoke with Alan Burns, who was then the Cultural Heritage Protection Officer, to get a sense of the importance of this place. At that time, Australia, like the United States, was still on the road to reconciling with its indigenous population, which has a long tradition of a multi-layered relationship with its environment. And that reconciliation process in the United States and Australia and around the world still has a ways to go. Here's an excerpt from that interview. My traditional country is Yorta Yorta. I'm a Wiradjuri Yorta Yorta Yalapna. Yalapna is my clan group, my horde, my bands. Well, what we understand about the area that we're in now, um, Budja Budja, Halls Gap, our people came in here. This was a traditional ceremonial area. They exchanged cultural values and materials. The story is that no one actually lived in here. This was a significant place for ceremonial and, and initiation. And the, the rock art around here, which is the most significant rock art in southeastern Australia, we can't interpret what the rock art is, but we know that these places had very significant roles and uh, they were only used for ceremonial reasons. Well, I guess the most significant story for this whole region is the story of Bunjil, who was our creator. There's a particular shelter not too far away from here that is called Bunjil Shelter, and this is where he lived and he... Um, he created the Garyward Grampians and he created this whole area and um, the story goes that he looked around after he created the, the Garyward Grampians range and he, he was happy with what he sees so he went up into the sky, he turned his teens into an eagle, he went up, had a look and saw what he liked and decided that um, he liked what he saw so now he went up and he's created the stars, the, the, the moon you know, and, and everything that we have today. And being in this particular range, we're very lucky to have that shelter out there because that is the Bunjil... That's where he, he lived, you know, so we're, we're, yeah, that's a very significant story here. There's much more that can be said about the relationship between people and the environment, the organic feedback loop that we're all part of, but that'll wait for future programs. In the meantime, if you want to participate in our little feedback loop, Send in any questions or comments of your experiences and listening by clicking on the contact link on our website, pulseplanet.com. My thanks to Alan Burns and the staff at the Bramble Cultural Center in Australia. In upcoming episodes, we're going to be featuring the work of some of the finest sound recordists in the world with stories and amazing sounds from the Arctic, the Amazon, and places closer to home. Until then... I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet.